I had a very serious thought um, recording this in the morning. I went into my fridge to grab some water, and um, my first thought was seeing all the abundance of leftover pizza that I have in my fridge right now, because I've eaten pizza three separate times this week. And then the separate thought of, oh man, Papa John's should serve breakfast. And then hating myself a little bit. (laughs) Okay, so I generally, I don't want to say it's like a policy, because it's not like officially written down anywhere. But generally speaking, there's always some sort of leftover pizza in the fridge. And when, like, I eat the last of it, that's my cue that I should order a pizza sometime so that I can, like, (laughs) restock the fridge. It's... Leftover management is extremely important to me. Do you do... Okay. There's some food... Takeout, I guess, specifically. But there's some food stuff... That when I order it, I intentionally over-order. Maybe oh, yes, 100%. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, so like, oh, I'm going to order more pizza than I know I will eat. Because then I'm just going to like, I'm going to take it from the delivery guy or pick it up. And it's basically, it's going right in the fridge. Like, okay, I'll eat this one. I'll deal with this. And this one we're saving. Or like Chinese food. Or, I don't know, other foods. I, I won't order an extra entree. But usually if I, um, particularly if I am sharing with someone, say it was like Chinese food or whatever, I will say, okay, I am ordering enough food for three people when only two people are here. Because A, A, there's a variety, B, odds are only half of that food will get eaten. Right. And then the rest is going right in the fridge. What if they do like, uh, okay, you can get one entree for $10. But if you pay us $12, we'll just give you two. At that point, it's like, uh, well, clearly I'm It's a two. waste of money not to buy a second entree. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, I understand that, yes, technically, I'm spending more money. But, you know, if I'm going to eat it anyway... The, the value is unmatched. <laughs> there's not a good Chinese... Well, there's good Chinese food around us, but none of them deliver. So it's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Chinese food is a tough thing because, first of all, this is like, I guess, the Americanized Chinese food, food, you know. uh, Yes. Yes. But uh, (laughs) it, I don't know. I I feel maybe spoiled growing up on Long Island that I have always had good takeout Chinese food experiences to the point that, you know, I've never lived closer to a number of Chinese food places but all of them are kind of not great. They're not they're not scratching the itch that I have when I want Chinese food. Yeah, I I kind of feel growing up we had like the one one place that we would just get from all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh and so for better or for worse, that's kind of like the the metric by which I judge other takeout Chinese food places. Now, a sit down if I was going well, for one I don't really go Chinese food is pretty much strictly takeout for me. But if I yeah. were going to go to an actual Chinese food restaurant, I would probably not judge them based on the old uh, takeout Chinese food place on uh, Long Island that I used to go from. But that is basically the metric. That's a that's a whole different can of worms. I've never ordered worms when I get Chinese food. I've never oh, you're, you're you're missing out, dude. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I is it uh, is that like in a. Is that like like what we were saying? Like, 
like basically American Chinese food, like uh, you know sesame chicken, or is it like actual? Like what? Which one? Well, is no, it's it's um go, going back to the um what I'm going to refer to as S10 E1 last week. Um, okay. S10 or you know, S01. You know the the early bird, the uh, oh, yeah, young okay. fertilized swan gets the Chinese oh, food worm. I I walked through the garden since we talked about there. Same thing. There's same thing. There's no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, okay, hang on. Let let's let me let me take a look at our format sheet here. Uh, yeah, I definitely have bird updates marked off next. Oh, okay. All Swan, right. So the swans are still hanging. Yeah. The no. No birthing, uh, but the swans are still there. Well, that's good. Yeah, so... We should have some segment bumper music. Segment bumper music? like Yeah, I mean, we, sh- we, we shouldn't seg- actually, but... We need segments first. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I mean, I'm looking at this rap sheet right here. Uh, I don't have to... anything... I don't have anything open. I, well, okay, so I... <laughs> All right, so looking at... The... I, just, I just like the idea of referring to the format sheet... As, as if we have a strict agenda that we need to adhere to. Uh, we like on Seg like... 3, we only got 90 seconds before the commercial break, so. Oh, it's, uh, it's time for the uh, MSMRE uh, New York Minute. It's actually 90 seconds, but uh, we'll get a lot done. Or oh, we cram 90 seconds into 60 seconds. Because <laughs> um, don't they do that on a uh, fucking... They call Echo... it cramming 90 seconds into 60 seconds? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, what is it? It's MSG or Geico Sports Night or SNY, one of those New York sports channels. They have, like... Like your 60-second sports update? Yeah, but they do it in, like, 90 seconds. It's They call it a New York minute, but it's longer than a minute. Oh! Which I, I don't understand, because, if anything, I think of a New York minute as something being quick. So why would you, like... I don't understand how they get a longer minute when saying New York minute. I don't think they've thought about it very hard. I think you are now exerting more uh more energy and thought into the into the naming convention than they have. Oh god, don't you just said the like you just said naming convention and thinking about naming convention. And at work we've been deciding how to name some of our systems uh and we're trying to agree on a naming convention. Um Oh, I heard about this. Would it surprise you to learn nobody can agree on what to name these things? No. No, it would not surprise me in the slightest. Oh, do we name them based on department? Uh, we could. Or do we name them based on function? Hmm. Do we name them based on what kind of system they are? How long they've been here? Who manages them? Uh, why don't we do all of them? Oh, well, we, we only have a max of 15 characters. Uh, you'd think it would be, like, easy, but... No, the easy part is coming up with, well, the easy part is coming up with the name, and then the hard part is just getting anybody else to agree on it. Uh, what you should do is take the project take the project over, um, name name all of the devices based on the uh, the galaxy map in Mass Effect, going, okay. off of your, going off of your memory. Okay. So, like, what you barely remember of, oh, okay, so for the, we'll refer to this room as this system, and the three computers in here will be these three planets. Okay, so this is Novaris right here. We right. gotta make sure Novaris doesn't get any updates, because it breaks its plugins, and that's no good. I well, right, but here's the thing. This is, a, this is a job hack, now that we've moved into the hot tips section of the show. Um, they'll have no They'll have no idea where any computers go without you, so you'll be indispensable forever. 
It's so job I, security, really. I can update my title. Uh, I could just be the navigator at work. <laughs> oh, uh, where's this? Where's this computer? Oh, yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta hit this relay. Um, device pilot. Yeah, <laughs> device pilot. Um, yeah. Have you seen? Is it? Uh, have you seen that thing? The intros of Mass Effect and Top Gun side by side. I ha- uh yes, I have actually. Oh God, yeah. Let me let me find this link because fantastic. If anybody listening hasn't seen Top Gun or played Mass Effect, maybe it's a little less fun. What What are you doing? Not <laughs> but play, also, not, yeah. What are you also, doing? Listening to this podcast. Yeah. Also, what are you doing? Um, here we go. I I haven't even finished. Uh, we, this is well documented between you and I, but I am halfway through. I turned you on to the Mass Effect series, and then you beat it like fourfold in the time that I have beaten one game over and gone halfway through what's arguably well not really arguably the the best entry in the series thus far uh mass effect 2 yeah it's yeah it is the best if anybody disagrees i i mean they're wrong they're jerks i mean i I know people that say i like mass effect 1 more but but no one tries to say no it's just a better game and if they do i purposely have not seen them because i've removed them from my life (laughs) I try and keep that kind of negativity and bullshit away from me. Oh, I'm sorry. We can't. Uh, we can't be friends anymore. Yeah. Uh, hold on here. This is the Mass Effect intro. Um, well, speaking of segment music, uh, I see. I I'm looking at a at a format sheet here. Uh, talk about. Well, or do you want to talk about um, the past week in baseball? Yes, of course I do. Some things have happened. Some things have happened. Uh, we could talk about really a week and a half because I we briefly talked about Bartolo last week, and in that time, another Mets pitcher hit two home runs in the same game. <laughs> Actually, I'm glad you brought this up because, as I as I recall, uh, he did that before we even recorded last week. We just yes. like, didn't mention it. Uh, so yes, Noah Syndergaard, another Mets pitcher, hit two home runs in the same game. Uh, which, as I recall, were the only RBIs of that game, so he was really helping himself out. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> Who were they playing again? It wasn't. The Do- um, it wasn't believe, the Dodgers? Uh, no, I, I don't think it was the Dodgers. Was it the Padres? Yes, I believe it was the. No, that was. Oh crap! That was Bartolo's home run. Uh, see, the Mets pitchers just hit so many home runs; it's hard to yeah. keep track of when it all happens. Uh, Noah Syndergaard's home runs. Let's see here. Uh, this was. Uh, geez. Um, you think if you typed it into, like, a search engine. Uh, no, it was the Dodgers. You're correct. Yeah. Oh, well, no, I said it definitely wasn't the Dodgers. So. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. I was, I, mean, I was the opposite of correct. Some may call that wrong. Yeah, you were incorrect, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there was that. And then uh, the, uh, I see we have, you've written down here, punching in baseball. Uh, are you referring to a specific incident? I might be. Why don't you enlighten us? And by us, I mean me and whoever listens to this. Um. So I'm. I'm. I have no idea how to pronounce the man's first name. Roofned. Roofned. Roughned. Is, rough, is it rough, rough man? Is it rough, rough him up? I think it's rough, rough him up. Odor. <laughs> Punched man straight in the face. He did. Uh. So this was the te- uh, Texas Rangers and the Toronto yeah. Blue Jays, which, if you follow baseball at all. You might remember from last year's ALDS, yes. yeah, American League Division Series, where uh, Jose Batista 
flipped his bat after hitting a monstrous home run. And I guess, like, the Texas Rangers took offense because, mm-hmm. I don't know, you're not dumb unwritten rules in baseball. You're not yep. supposed to, whatever. You're not, quote unquote, supposed to do that. Um, Which, so I, I mean, I take I take issue with that in a lot, in a lot of different ways. Um, as much as I'm not a fan of, uh, of Washington Nationals hitter, uh, oh my God, I'm forgetting all player names is why I Bryce Harper? Bryce Harper. Yeah. There you go. I can't, I can't record and remember things in the morning, but whatever. I digress. Um, despite me think, thinking he's a great big jerk as a Mets fan, just solely because he's a Nationals player, um, I really liked him just yelling "fuck you" at a ref. Uh, I don't. I mean, you... I, don't, I don't actually like it, but it was very entertaining to watch. But I, I, was... I guess in terms of in terms of the unwritten rules of like you you can't argue. You know, Harper has very much said uh, these unwritten rules they're kind of fucking dumb, and well... he has a point in some ways. Uh, I w- I would say bat flipping. I definitely agree with. I mean, I don't know. The, well, the Harper thing is different because that rule is not so much unwritten. Like, you were ejected from the game. Uh, you right. can't come back on the field. Um, if you're ejected, you, you, you kind of can't abuse the officials. Uh, right. So, like, I, I, I think it's entertaining because it's taboo, so to speak. But mm-hmm. I don't find, like, uh, the tabooness of it makes it entertaining as opposed to, like, the act of something itself being entertaining. Like, a bat flip is entertaining. Uh, there's no yeah. rule saying you can't do it. That's entertaining in the moment. Uh, I think it's... The Bryce Harper situation's weird because, depending on who you believe, the Empire, like, singled him out to eject mm-hmm. him. Uh, you know, y- you run into that sticky situation of umpires trying to make the game about themselves or oh, going on a power trip or whatever else you want to say. Um... But I don't, uh, I don't know. Uh, but at the same time, Bobby Valentine sneaking back into the Mets dugout after being ejected in like '99, wearing a With fake, a fake mustache nose and glasses <laughs> made of like eye black. I mean, that's funny, uh, you know. But so maybe, maybe I'm just looking at it through a Homer lens and whatever it is. But the punching incident. So yeah, th- there are there are no unwritten rules saying. <laughs> Like, it's not just generally considered an unclassy move to punch your opponent in the face. You just can't do that. Yeah, no, don't. I mean, this isn't this isn't hockey where it's five. Yeah, where it's five minute penalty. Uh, this is uh, baseball. You can't do that. Really, most yeah, so, sports, I feel like punching. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Uh, you shouldn't punch people. Yeah, it it happen. I feel like it happens once every few seasons per sport where people people get in a tussle. Um, I think. I'm trying to remember the specific incident, but in basketball, no, no, no. I'm sorry. In football, a few years ago, there was there was uh, some shoving that that got a little out of hand, and was like, "Oh man, this should really go at it." And inevitably, as someone that follows ho- like hockey is the the sport that I follow the closest, um, the the vocal hockey internet fan base will go, "Well, we go fighting all the time over here." Oh, the what like, are they making such a big deal? And that that's not that's no good. The like. Please like my sport. I feel yeah. marginalized because my sport is not as popular as your sport. And yeah, that's kind of that, it. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. I don't. I like what the, two roided up jerks. They uh, <laughs> they knock each other around on the field because they got helmets on, and uh, this happens all the time in hockey. So everyone should just like hockey. Well, what are you, an idiot? <laughs> um, yeah, I like hockey more than I think. Well, I don't know. Hockey and baseball were my two growing up. 
hold on. I have something else to add about Roofnet Odor. Um, do you know... So he plays for the Texas Rangers. Do you know who else plays for the Texas Rangers? Um, several people. His brother. Oh, no kidding. Also named Roofnet Odor. What? <laughs> yes. I did not know this. Yeah, so I think the Rangers should... Uh, they should just, you know, put his brother in to take his place during Roofnet Odor suspension, which we keep kind of dan- not dancing around it, but we keep mentioning this without actually saying what happened. So maybe we should. So, oh yeah, go ahead. So Bryce, uh, not Bryce, Jesus Christ, uh, Jose Batista hits that home run in the playoffs last year. Um, fast forward to this season. Um, this is the Rangers and Blue Jays first meeting. Since that um, incident, if you want to call it that. Um, right. And it's their only meeting this season. And I think it's game three of a three-game uh, series. And it's uh, Jose Batista's, it's like the bottom of the sixth or seventh or whatever. Or top, I guess, because they're visiting. Uh, and it's going to be likely be his last at-bat of the series. And the Rangers pitcher, Matt Bush, uh, hits him with a pitch. Uh, which, if you don't follow baseball again, why are you listening to this? But... Um, Normally, that's like the baseball way of retaliating to, you know, oh, you took out one of our guys, you did something we don't like, so we're going to hit you with a pitch. Um, so he hits Jose Batista with a pitch. Um, little wrinkle to this. Uh, people are wondering, was it intentional? Was it not? At the time and point of the game, you wouldn't really want to intentionally hit a guy to give him a free base. Um, right. So was this something that, you know, came down from the, you know, the coaching says, dugout? oh, go plunk Batista? Um, if so, that seems kind of dumb, because why would you do it in that game situation? Um, or you could say, well, maybe Matt Bush acted on his own, uh, which would also be kind of dumb, because he wasn't playing for the Texas Rangers at the time, unless he maybe is trying to ingratiate himself and you know with his teammates. Um, yeah. But so he hits him with a pitch. Later on in that uh, inning, Batista is running to second base and does a hard takeout slide. Uh, Aiming, it's kind of it, it's a it's a dirty slide. It's it's not a good slide. It's um, a bad slide. Yeah, he's kind of aiming his body as a weapon at you know Odor's knees, ankle area. You can't do that in baseball. Uh, no, or you shouldn't do that in baseball. Odor takes exception, gets up, steps to Batista. There's a quick little shove each other in a test, and then Odor just kind of cold cocks him right in the jaw. Uh, Batista goes down. Odor, I think, got suspended for like. Eight games, which I don't think mm-hmm. is enough, uh, but you shouldn't punch people in baseball. Uh, yes. Are you going to say but. it's okay to? What do you mean? Yes, <laughs> but. No, there's no yes, but. I mean, I I very much enjoy the entertainment of seeing someone punched in the face. That's because I'm a monster. It, it is that weird sort of like it, like in hockey too. Anytime there's a mm-hmm. fight. You know, you find yourself standing up and cheering like, uh, you know, like you're the spectator at, like, the Coliseum. I think it's just, like, human nature to enjoy that sort of, like, combat or, like, blood sport. But, you know, you're mm-hmm. not thinking every time some dude lands, like, a bare-knuckled, like, punch on somebody else's head. You're like, oh, geez, this guy, he's going to have a concussion. Or, like, he's not going to remember this tomorrow. Or this is going to, you know, take years off his life on the back end. It's just right. weird sort of, like, disconnect. Like, I agree, like... I find it highly entertaining to watch two guys attempt to, like, clobber each other, um, which is probably why, like, I see 
a, a you know a punch on a baseball field and I'm like oh wow nice punch instead of being like oh man you could have like shattered his jaw or yeah. you know fucked him up seriously I was so like no, I don't I don't really you know in particular I don't really care for Jose Bautista I mean he's mm-hmm. fine Joey Bats it's a good nickname it's a good nickname it's a, it's a bad well it's a good nickname but it's for someone I don't really like so I yeah, hate I got it you. yeah it's more like you don't deserve that nickname you're a jerk you're a jerk um so so naturally I see I see Jose Bautista get punched in his face I'm like oh yeah fuck yeah and then immediately go wait this was not good for me this was not good for me to react to so positively and then when yeah he probably should have been suspended for more games but um I feel like what at least what was that appealed the suspension he, yeah um let's see I'm not 100% sure I don't know all right uh, and a quick a quick search uh, for suspension appeal um, doesn't come up with anything about an appeal just a punch but again this was a few days ago and I I haven't really followed it mm-hmm. super closely after that um, well in the same you know oh no wait yes but, he is appealing his suspension okay yeah. so yeah I, I don't know I, what I thought appealing. it was weird that yeah I thought it was weird that uh, that Bryce Harper like he was suspended for one game I believe he appealed it it's like dude it's one game by the time you have this hearing that game is going to be over but I suppose it's more for the principle of the thing which you know you could and I would agree with that he was kind of in the wrong even though I enjoyed it etc but yeah, I think. Speaking of uh, to what you said earlier about uh, umpires trying to make themselves part of the game, did you see this? Uh, did you see this thing yesterday? Uh, no. About uh, changing the strike zone and. Uh... No, about like no? What, how All different right. umpires have different strike zones or something. Well, like I mean, th- there is that, and also in particular, like if you ask two people to show you the stra- strike zone, they will probably draw you two radically different rectangles. Yes, but, yeah, totally. um yeah, so uh, a committee agreed on <laughs> a, a committee agreed on sort of establishing establishing a set strike zone and effectively getting rid of the intentional walk. Wait, what? Which I'm not crazy about here. Wait, hold on. on. Getting rid of the idea of intentionally giving somebody a base, or just saying, okay, you don't have to pitch these four balls. I'm, I'm not really sure. Like. Unfortunately, because it is sort of a hearsay of like we definitely confirm that people are trying to change strikes, or what ha- or what have you. Um, but here, I, I I linked it in the we'll, we'll add this to the show notes. Okay. But uh, let's see. Competition committee agrees to change strike zone. <laughs> let's just read this notes. article. Uh, all right. So I'm not. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. Oh my god. What the? Uh, I am. Skim the headline real quick. I can I can understand wanting to standardize the tr- strike zone, and I understand mm-hmm. people's arguments for and against uh, intentional walks. Though I don't know why you would get rid of them. One are they? <laughs> so here's the thing with intentional walks. Uh, they're kind of dumb because I feel like you should just be able to say, "Give a base to this batter." But what if the catcher drops it, or the pitcher loses control, and the ball flies all the way to the dugout uh, to the back? It happens every so often. So and it's it, always great. If you if you take out those four extra pitches where something could just go horribly wrong, you're taking out that part. And I, anytime a rule change comes up in any sport, you always get like the old like, 
hardcore traditionalists who are like, no, you can't change it. That's what makes it great. Uh, who like fail to take into account that like the game itself has evolved over the past like however many years it's been played. And then you have the people who are like, oh no, change it. Change is good. Change is change is great. And then you wind up with like kind of weird little like piddly bullshit like the fucking trapezoid in hockey. That's like mm, this is. I mean, <sighs> this is just kind of stupid. Why why are we doing this? Like we're applying like the wrong fixes to try to change whatever. Um, the Marty I, rule. With the what rule? The Marty rule. Yeah, I mean, we we could get into the minutia of various rules and sports that are nah. Yeah, but I don't think we need to do that. Um, strike zone. Um, so you mentioned last week uh, that you were personally exiled from sports for a while. Do you have well, some follow up for me here? It it was more it was a self imposed exile where, where at some point I was just like you know, and, and I think a lot of it was things like getting th- things as simple as getting picked on growing up and liking the wrong teams and stuff where I just didn't watch really any sports outside of baseball from 1995 until about and then you know as, as I mentioned once the once the Mets were eliminated from the from the World Series I don't think I watched baseball for all of all of high school really until like I didn't start watching sports again regularly until about 2008 good lord yeah um, and, and it was this p- part of it was this uh, this silly idea of you know I, I guess sort of ascri- whatever sort of weird uh, cult of culture that you subscribe to in in high school of like well you know uh, sports are dumb I don't really like sports uh, that's for jerks or not not actually for jerks but like I, I guess. In the, in the same way that we were talking about last week, where when the people you like you don't like like certain things, you're inclined to like them less. I'm like, well, I got all these asshole Yankee people that I go to school with. I'm just not gonna like sports at all for a while. I gotcha. I yeah. gotcha. And that and that took a long time for me to come around on. Um, you know, per- particularly say uh, in you know in in. I guess at the end of college, I started watching again, and you know, I I did, I always peeked in on baseball, um, a little bit uh, here and there, uh, particularly after, particularly after high school, or, or you know, particularly in college, whatnot. And, you know, there's the 2006 NLCS and all of that, and then the Mets being garbage, which led to the current rebuild, which led to things being pretty good, but you know, I just straight didn't so. You know, I didn't really like anything at all, except for, you know, the the king of all sports, professional wrestling. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes, professional wrestling, which, the, um, the king of all sports entertainment, uh, sports wrestling? No, no, the, the king of sports, professional wrestling. Uh, that's what it's called. I Yes, okay, yeah, I think that's actually, uh, that's the, I think, publicly traded name for the wwe it's wwe parentheses kos yeah K- kos kos that's the, that's the trading sign yeah um I, well there's a there's a wwe pay-per-view tomorrow night um and uh whatchamacallit uh i want to start watching lucha underground but um what have you been doing in the world of uh, king of all sports professional wrestling <laughs> the king of sports professional wrestling yeah um, that yeah i've been i I keep my I keep my eye on the WWE pretty regularly as most do, but um, I went to 
I went to an independent wrestling show last week uh, for Ring of Honor, for those that don't know, and uh, Evolve the week before that, which is sort of turning into an indie feeder league for WWE. Really fun show. And in particular, you know, being a small... Quick sidebar, I love Ring of Honor because Ring of Honor... Like takes like the idea of like this this fake combat sport with with like the good guys and the bad guys to like mm-hmm. logical extremes with their kind of like their code of honor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have well, this... okay, so so that's a that's a thing that they really have thrown out for all intents and purposes thrown out the window. Oh yeah, yeah, that, I don't. That was well, definitely a holdover from the yeah. I would say for the first four or five years, like it was a big deal when there was a quote fight without honor unquote. Yes. Well, that's um, that's what I love. I love that they have like. I, I, or had, I'll say had. I love that mm-hmm. they have this, like, one, we know that this is predetermined. Two, mm-hmm. we're still going to have this code of honor that we're going to, like, go to great lengths to, like, lay out. And then, like, to, like, here's what here's what the good guys will do. Our faces will all follow the code of honor. But, oh, our heels or anybody who we want to, like, get some, like, heat on, they're just going to, like, not choose to follow this code of honor. That's how you know they're not a good man. Or woman. Nah, but the, but then you get the nuance of like the heel that that you're you're rooting against, but he follows the code of honor and he uses it to his his advantage in a way that really agitates you. Malicious compliance. Yeah. I yeah. Gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, like um, the like the heel that will uh, he'll he'll take a hold to the ropes and then force the ref to count to four and a half before he breaks the hold. Right. Yes. Yeah. So you know, according to the rule book, uh, I have until five, which actually uh, one Brian Danielson, who you may know as Daniel Bryan. Um, it was a big thing in his matches. A hold would go to the ropes. The the ref would count. He would break the hold at four, and the entire crowd would chant along with him as he held up five fingers to the ref's face and said, "I've got till five. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. It became um, a running thing for quite some time. Um, was he at, was he at your uh, Ring of Honor show? Probably not. He. Uh, I mean, last week? No, he was not. No, he's not yeah, been not in Ring of Honor for a very long time. Well, he's not, well, he's not. What is he doing these days? He's on Total Bellas. He's on Total Bellas. Uh, I see him planting things on Instagram and uh, doing CrossFit workouts. Oh, CrossFit. Maybe he's hanging out with Seth Rollins, who I can't wait for him to come back. But anyway, back to your Ring of Honor show. It's a matter of time. Oh, so, you know what? This is actually a good story. And um, so, let, so let me just pause for a second so we can reflect on it. Or I'm just going to remember the actual context of the story I wanted to tell. So I'm at this Ring of Honor show with my buddy, uh, with my buddy Ryan. Um, and we got we got GA seats, um, which actually are not seats at all. There are literally no places for you to sit if you have a GA ticket. It's GA not it's not like for general general admission. admission. Yeah, I'm which... getting out on a ticket. And people are like, where's section GA? It's like, guy, you're in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, particularly for a wrestling show, usually. Um, if there's no seat expected, it would be standing room only, things like that. Um, but, you know, I personally didn't mind because, you know, also it's a wrestling show. Half the time people are out of their seat anyway. Uh, the show is at fucking Terminal 5, so it's not like there's any... Um, it's not like you're going to be able to see past the person that's sitting in front of you anyhow, unless you're standing up. Um, Terminal so 5 I, the one up on, uh, like, 50-something? Yeah, it's 56th and, like, 11th Avenue. It's... A horrible venue. It's garbage. Yeah, and it's particularly like bad for wrestling. Four, the yeah. four balconies. I'm trying to wonder how three, wrestling. It has here. three. So there's there's three levels. So it so there's the balcony as your standard, like say Webster Hall, Bowery Ballroom, places like that, and right. uh, then there, then there's a second balcony on top, um, which you definitely could not have seen anything at all. I I didn't even bother going up there, 
But, uh, you know, Terminal 5 being a venue, the, the setup was pretty unique in that, you know, they, they put seats on the stage because you can't put the ring on top of the stage. No one will be able to see anything going on. Right, right. The, the, the ring itself is a stage, man. Um, so much the show, it's packed. Um, they have a bunch of good. I hope you spit it all over your computer. Um, I'm totally derailed now. Great. Yeah. Ding, ding. Wish I had a derail bell to signal that you've been derailed. <sighs> this podcast to, is canceled. Episode one thousand one. You, you want to pause so, for a second and collect your? No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Um. So, so I go to this Ring of Honor show. Uh, it, it's pretty packed. Uh, there are a lot of there's a lot of visiting talent from New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's there was this whole Global Wars series where they um they had four or five shows where it was. All this talent from another Japanese promotion wrestling a lot of people from 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 Ring of Honor. Um, so at some point during the intermission, I uh, le- I leave to go to the bathroom, um, and I hit a, a a weird particular gripe of mine, which is the um, the not valets but the bathroom attendants that will uh, give you paper towels and then make you inclined to tip them, which generally. Oh, take like, this towel I, from my hand, and I will yeah. leave my hand out. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. Also, you're putting your hands on the paper towel that I'm using to clean my hands. I don't want people to touch that. Like, I don't have I don't have necessary OCD over that kind of thing, but, like, if I want to clean my hands, I want something that hasn't been touched by somebody else, particularly in a public bathroom. Um, but, but then I also noticed that all of the – and usually my first move, if I see a guy like that, is like, all right, I'm sure there's a paper towel dispenser here. But no, they've removed all of the paper towels from those dispensers, so you have to get a paper towel from this guy if you want to dry your hands on anything that isn't, like, your jeans. Right. So, naturally, I uh, wipe my hands on my jeans, and I okay, moved on. as one does, yes. But, um, it's, it's particular. it was a particularly, you know, it was a crowded area. I was in the one area in GA where you could get a real good view of the ring. Like, it would, it would be opposite of what's, what's considered the hard cam in, hard camera in professional wrestling, which would be like the standing idle camera when they're not cutting to any uh, ringside shots or, or any close-up action. It's the um, it's the the static camera shot that that's you know for the majority of matches. So basically, the the view I am looking would be where you are looking if you were watching this on pay per view or watching a recording of the show, what have you. Anyway, it's a great it's it was a great viewing shot, and as a result, um, you know it was one of the more crowded areas. So I'm passing by this guy on my way back from the bathroom, and I'm I'm trying to be polite. It's a little crowded, but I want to go sit next. I want to go stand next to my friend, and I'm saying, you know, excuse me, excuse me, trying to get by. I'm I'm not really hit with any hit with any guff or people getting mad that I'm like squeezing my way in, um, which is actually a story for another time. <laughs> um, several but, stories, uh, yeah, several stories. So I uh, but but I pass this one guy who's right next to the bar. Uh, he he's leaning on a. Um, on you know a support column for for the actual building and as i pass him he just goes sorry daddy what yeah what what yeah i pass the guy and he just says sorry daddy (laughs) and i sort of i don't actually double take but i'm thinking like did that did that guy just call me daddy why is that what just happened I will sometimes refer to other people as boss, which I guess is kind of similar, but daddy has like this whole weird other connotation. It has another to connotation it. Yeah. to it, particularly like not not in 2016, but over the last year or two, um which is actually 
Um, so I go, <laughs> oh boy. and it's actually a joke that, uh, that my friend Ryan and I will, will say pretty often. So I get back. I think it's pretty funny that this guy just called me daddy at a wrestling show. And like, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a slight man. I'm six foot tall. I've got a pretty, I've got a beard. I've got some meat on my bones. Um, <laughs> you're a meaty boner. <laughs> don't. Ugh. I did it. No, yeah, it's, I wish yeah. I had coffee for me to just spit out. Yeah, just just keep talking about your boner. Yeah. Or so I um yeah you know, I I go to my buddy you know I I get back to my friend and say you know as I was passing this guy just said sorry daddy to me. <laughs> I'm like oh that's funny we'll watch the rest of the show. Um, show ends about an hour and a half later. It's it's really great. Um, people are still standing around, but like the show is over. They've put up the house lights. Uh, the 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 venue music is playing. I'm trying to move past. This guy um, is still leaning against his column, and a, my friend passes him without an issue. But the, I pass him, and at this point, like, everyone's moving out. I don't feel the need to say, excuse me. Like, people people are just moving. Again, this guy just goes, oh, I'm sorry, Daddy. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, now this guy's called me Daddy twice. <laughs> What's going on here? And uh, that's my story. I got called Daddy a bunch at a wrestling show. Good Lord, I, yeah. I, I do you think he calls? Okay, so do you? Th- I wonder. No, if took- I, I think it was just okay. me. Okay, that's what I'm wondering. I think this guy took uh, took issue with I don't know. Maybe it was my beard. Maybe it's that it was I was walking past him during a wrestling show, which is just like get a fucking grip, dude. But but he chose the way to belittle me by calling me Daddy. Oh, so you think he was trying to, bel- well, I wasn't there, but for me, it sounds like he might be trying to like, it's like a, you know, he's like, it's like a, come on. He's like, hey, daddy, you know, he wants to, I don't know. L- he- like a, like an, like an attraction thing? Yeah. Like, you know, he's, he's, he's down to daddy with you. And I, I think if that were the case, he would have at least offered me a drink from the bar to which I'd have said, seltzer water, please. Seltzer water, that was fucking $4. $4? Good Lord. $4. How much was regular well, water? Uh, so, so there was, and I realized that after I ordered a, a seltzer water, there was just a cooler of tap water that was free. Um, but I guess, you know, regular soda was four bucks. Seltzer water comes from the same, uh, dispensary. Mm-hmm. So yep. it, it didn't surprise me that much, but I was like, well, I guess this is the last seltzer water I'm having here. Uh, but no, this, this guy seemed, it, it was more of a, of a belittling manner. Like if you were to, if you were to call someone boss in, in that way that you mentioned before, but in a like. Yeah, let let that guy know that he he should You're not really, really feel my in boss charge. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay, yeah. I got you. And wow. and I will call people boss in a in a complimentary manner of like like your actual boss. Um. Well, yes, my actual boss. Which, uh, <laughs> well, yes, but but you know, even even just friends, like, oh yeah, you got a boss. But there was very much a sorry, daddy. I got you. Just well, from, you, you could hear the snide tone in his voice. I did not, I did not appreciate the way that man datified me. <laughs> Datif- uh, from here on out, you can only call me boss, and it has to be in a completely reverent manner. <laughs> That's the new rules. <laughs> Every sentence addressing me must begin and end with "Sir." Hey, boss, is this okay, boss? Sir, mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure what I'm, I'm not sure what you're asking me, sir. So my, uh, my, my father. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Your daddy, uh, my 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 daddy. Yes, and that's oh, actually boy. how this. So today's actually his birthday. Today's oh. the birthday of uh, my father. Okay. Um, same birth date as Mr. T. Okay. 
Um, is your dad Mr. T? My dad is not Mr. T. I've I met think. your dad. He doesn't look like Mr. T. He. Have you ever seen Mr. T in person, though? Uh, you know, I've never seen them both in the same spot. You know what so they you know what they say about the camera? It adds 10 pounds, subtracts about 8 inches of height, and gives you a mohawk. Right, yeah. That, that's what they say true. about the camera. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, Mr. T Mr. T, and your dad both had a pension for driving around in vans. So, I mean, it, it seems <laughs> like... Which I realize after saying that out loud sounds way worse than I intended it, so... No, it's a, it was all right. I was, was going to let that slide, but... Um, so... My dad, uh, you know, un unaware of the sexual connotation to daddy, uh, started <laughs> my, my dad's text message, iMessage, uh, inter interaction on various platforms or te technology communications devices. I'm just going to keep using words. Uh, internet internet communications, communications device. device. Yeah. Um, you know, his internet phone. He... Uh, you he, get signs his, he signs his texts as if they are letters. Oh, boy. He'll be like, hey, Matt, how's everything today? Dad. Oh, boy. And and usually he has a couple of emojis. He has this weird flag thing that he considers like his signature. I'm not really sure what it is. Um, and it's, a, my, my, it's my, his personal brand. He's branding all of his... All of that, his... that is. And he has custom emojis for... Well, not custom, but ones that he has assigned personal aff affectation to for me and my two siblings. Oh, God. Uh, so I am the chicken emoji. My brother is the smiley face with the long eyes. And my sister is, I believe, the crown okay. to, uh, to signify that she is the princess. Uh, yeah, so the or, crown was easy to get. Um, but the, I guess the smiley face, I've met your brother. I'd say that, I mean. He's, he's a smiley he, boy. He's a, he's a happy, yeah. smiley guy. Uh, yeah. What's with you and the chicken? You know, I had a story about my dad uh, telling emojis, but I'm going to talk about when we went to Colonial Williamsburg when I was in seventh grade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do that, and then we'll get back to your daddy. So we're in a... So there is actually a pretty long story about this. Here we go. Um, but but to give you, but, but to give you the truncated version, for whatever reason, I was in seventh grade. We're, we're in Colonial Williamsburg down in Virginia, mm -hmm. and I am amazed that the... Yeah. Okay, um, cool. I went to Bush Gardens. I went on the Loch Ness Monster and Alpengeist. Alpengeist. I don't know if those are still roller coasters. No, the Loch Ness Monster had those sweet interlocking loops. The Alpengeist had like the fake ski village. Yep. Did you yes, go on the Big exactly. Bad Wolf in like little German village? I think I did go on the on the Big Bad Wolf. I, mm. I want to say there were four. There were four main there coasters. Were four big coasters. Yep. I think I went on at least three of them. I can't remember what the fourth one was. Well, when I was there, the fourth one, whose name I can't remember, uh, was closed down. So it was just the okay. other three. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so <laughs> is it you wouldn't go on the roller coaster? So your dad thinks you're a chicken? Is that what it is? Oh no no no! I went on all the roller coasters, but um, we're in Colonial Williamsburg, and there are a bunch of free roaming chickens. I thought this was incredible. <laughs> well, to be fair, you're from you're from yeah, like, I'm, super I'm suburbia. From, I'm from Long Island, New York. <laughs> I don't see chickens roaming around very often. Like no, at at the very most, uh, it is. It was ingrained in me from a young age to dislike pigeons because they will poop on you. I have now come come around on that. I think pigeons are great. Yeah, pigeons are um, great. You know, you, you grow up, go, uh, you know, you go to the beach in the summer, you learn don't feed the seagulls. Uh, seagulls are jerks. They will try to steal all of your food, etc. Um, so I just see a free-range chicken, and I'm like, that's, that's a chicken just hanging out. I don't think I've ever seen a live chicken before that moment. 
Really? So I start uh, actually cawing and flapping my arms oh, no. as if they are wings. Oh, no. No, this is... Is there a video of this that exists There is anywhere? not video of this. Wow. So, um... I was enraptured by chickens this entire trip. Um, and it, it turned into a thing, a running joke that I really, really like chickens. I'll say. That's pr- okay. And again, so that was that was seventh grade, so that was at least 17 years ago. Probably 18 now. Oh, geez, I'm old. Um, rel- wow. Relatively. So some, somehow this, this thing where I... This chicken thing has persisted, and now I'm assigned the chicken emoji from my dad. So does he actually refer to you, like, as, like, will he say, hey, hey, Maddie, or will it just be like, hey, chicken, from daddy? N- neither. Oh, boy. Uh, well, I mean, occasionally he will say, like, hey, Matt, how was your day today? Right, dad, yeah. flag. Right, 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 um, right. I, I never get Maddie. Um, Maddie's actually a thing that I have... Only come around to over the last couple of years because it has come up in hilarious terms, such as uh, Maddie Co-Stabs or Maddie Business. Right, yeah, I got you. Um, but, but actually growing up, you know, the guy I mentioned, or, oh, I'm sorry, I'm confusing my podcast now. Um, mm-hmm. gr- growing up around the block with uh, another, another Matt, he was always Matthew and I was always Maddie. And I, I was like, you. well, if he's Matthew, I can just be Matt. And they're like, no, you're Maddie. And mm. even my parents did not like that. She's like, no, why, why are they calling you Maddie? I'm like, I don't know why they call me Maddie. I hate Maddie, but I've come around to it. And this is why you didn't watch sports for 15 years. This is exactly why that guy was a Yankee fan. So, yeah. What a jerk. Uh, he's a monster. He is a monster. Jeter. Oh, jeez. Oh, I was going to say, was Jeter from playing then? But I forgot Derek Jeter played for like uh, three decades. So Yeah, yeah. 16,000 years. Um, <laughs> Roughly. Jeter was playing. I, I remember... Uh, you know what? That's neither here nor there. So over the last few weeks, my dad has started signing his emails, Daddy. Mm, just to you or like <laughs> other people? Oh, uh, in in the group message to in a group message to me and my brother specifically. Oh boy. Going, hey, are you boys coming for uh, the barbecue this weekend, Daddy? Oh, flag boy. emoji. Oh boy. You think he does? To which I just said. Too? It once. Not initially. It was just me, my brother, and I. Oh, to which I said, "Dad, you can't, you can't do that. That's that's just creepy." He goes, "I know it's kind of weird. That's why I like it." Dash, <laughs> dash, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my man. father has no idea of like if I explained to him that daddy was kind of a sexual thing for like older, for um, uh, I guess do- dominance from an older gentleman. It would oh. it would go directly over his head, oh my but God. I, I I guess the best way I would be, be able to describe it to him is like imagine a sugar daddy, but money has nothing to do with it. He's just your daddy. Oh my God! Um, and so, Dad, please stop calling yourself Daddy. But like you know, growing as, as a young boy, say pre dad, ten, please ten stop. like you oh, call daddy, your parents stop. mommy and daddy, and he daddy, thinks like oh it's a it. oh daddy. <laughs> dad. No, I'm not gonna be able. To, I'm not gonna be. I have to call him after this podcast. I'm not going to be able to look him straight in the face now. Well, Happy birthday, Daddy. Look him Daddy. straight in the face on the phone. Uh, what, I, I won't be able to FaceTime him now. <laughs> I can't FaceTime with Daddy. Uh, Daddy doesn't like it when you look him in his eyes. <laughs> D- Daddy just wants to mow the lawn and have a peaceful birthday. Can you just leave Daddy alone? Oh, th- is he mowing the lawn right now? I, your dad loves his lawn. I know he's he does, like a long he time does aficionado. like his lawn. Yeah. Um, 
he probably there's a solid chance that well no so on so Costco opens at 9 a.m. on mm-hmm. Saturdays so my dad usually gets there at about 8:45 with yep. our neighbor. Um, so that way they can avoid the line. He's usually out of there by like 11. This is not, I'm not making this up at all. This is no, his no, Saturday routine. The man goes to Costco. My parents also live on Long Island. I am 100% familiar with his routine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, and this particularly happened, uh, one, you know, once I moved out of my dad's house and started living on my own. Uh, if I went to go visit him for a weekend or something like that, he'd be like, well, you know, if you're coming over Friday night or whatever, you know, I'm going to be at Costco Saturday morning, so we're not going to get anything going until 12 o'clock. Right, right. Like, Dad, who are you buying in bulk for when it is just you living here? <laughs> but sure shit, you know, every time I every time I go home and I want some, um, some sparkling water or seltzer water, there's like 38 cans, uh, bottles of Pellegrino ready. Delicious. Uh, mineral water. So um, wait, he goes to Costco every week. Does he go through all the stuff, or does he like have like a rotating like schedule? Like, okay, I'm gonna buy this this week, and I bought this two weeks ago, so I won't need it again for another two weeks. How does he do that? It's it's a lot of that. It's like, yeah. well, I don't need um, you know, I already I already have twenty cans of, you know, I you know what better off better yet, I have three gallons of of chicken stock. I don't need any more broth. I'm good. I've right. got yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. I've got two gallons left, and I know I'm going to be here next week. Right, um, but it's like, oh, I'm at, uh, I'm going to get this this fresh lettuce for salad. Get get my produce here, etc. Things things like that. I got you, um, Daddy. Oh, Daddy. <laughs> mm. So uh, there there is actually a part B to that story. So in the uh, in the group I message with uh, with my dad and with your daddy, with my daddy. Yep. Please stop doing that. <laughs> it's making me uncomfortable to hear. Uh, <laughs> God damn. We should get him on, a, on as a guest. We'll like delay recording next week and call up your daddy. Oh, don't delay it so he gets back from Costco. Or we get him live from the Costco. I think you'd have to do some live uh, live tech support. Uh, actually, no, all of those things are running pretty well. Last time I went to check. <laughs> you had a part two or a part B? Oh, yeah. So he... Um, so we have a. We were talking about everyone getting together for Easter, which was right near my sister's birthday. Um, and Easter happened, right? That's done. Easter happened. That okay. was in. Uh, it was like March twenty seventh this year. It was okay. really late. It was really early. It Easter always feels like it should be a mid to late April thing thing, but it, that is not the case. Right. It, it, the Christian calendar is ridiculous. Yes, is, is the point I'm making. Um. So, my. Uh, my dad again is like, okay, so so when's everyone going to be here for Easter, Daddy? Daddy. And I go, and I say again, Dad, please stop doing this. He's been doing this for a while. And my sister, who I also think is uh, is unknowing of the of the new of the new twenty twenty tens life that Daddy has taken on, oh, goes. She goes, LOL. I like it. Oh no. Uh, or she's a hundred percent aware, and she knows exactly what she's doing. Uh, that's that's a valid point, uh, and I even I even brought it up to a to a dear friend of mine of like, you know, I still call my parents mommy and daddy. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. You've been calling your parents mommy and daddy since you were a very young girl, and now at 28, 29, like you just still call your parents mommy and daddy. It's totally right, fine. Right. It's a term of endearment. Yeah, it does not feel like a term of endearment right now. <laughs> it feels like my dad knows that it's weird in some way. <laughs> he does not know why. But he knows that it makes me upset, so he's going to continue using it. <laughs> so, Which, 
You know what? That's the ultimate sign that I am actually my father's son. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly. <laughs> when you think about it. Oh my god, it's perfect. It's like uh, you, you have that moment, and maybe not this one specifically, like where you're you hit a point in your young adult adult life where you're like, son of a bitch, my parents were right, and you're like, Jesus, I can't believe this, and then everything <laughs> from then on out is just like everything I thought I knew about everything. I should just listen to them this whole time. Uh, I mean, y- y- yes and no. And, and some of that is like, you know what? I can, I can appreciate the, um, I, I, I know there, this is an experiential um, story that you're passing me that I could not possibly have divined completely on my own because like I did not grow up in the sixties and seventies, um, right. et cetera. But you know, the, the idea of like, well, what social norms were different there and, and, and things like that, you know, sometimes, I definitely remember in probably seventh or eighth grade, I was uh, I was just sitting in the van with my dad. We were ready to cross. So there's that van. I told you. Yeah, yeah, the minivan. Oh, we just got we got rid of that van in the last couple of years, um, for a Honda Element. Oh God, that's tragic. Cool. You can yeah. hose that thing down. Well, yeah, you can. But I mean, the t- we drove a there was a family minivan Toyota Previa from 1997 to about 2014. That thing had like 170 thousand miles on it, and that it was did Daddy's not work van. very well anymore. It was Daddy's van. Yeah. Um, that you were sitting in in eighth grade. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I was sitting there. This would have been like 1999, 2000. Um, frosted tips were starting to become a thing for hairstyles. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of people were just bleaching their hair. Eminem was very popular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Things of things of like, and I'm just I remember I'm just sitting on uh, sitting on a major road in my hometown, ready to cross Sunrise Highway. I'm just sitting in silence with my dad. The radio's on, and he goes, "Matthew, uh, never bleach your hair." Oh man, he was right. And I'm like, what? Why? He goes, "Just just don't do it. Don't dye your hair any weird colors." <laughs> Jesus. I'm like, all right. <laughs> or Did every so ever? often, he would say something like. You ever get a tattoo, you better not expect to come back in this house. I'm like, well, I mean, what life lesson is there to be learned from that? Like, what what if I, and you know, I don't have any tattoos to this day. I have plenty of friends with some very great tattoos. I trust their taste more than I trust my own taste to put something on my body permanently. So I'm, you know, I, I got this far without any tattoos. I don't need them. But like, it's not because my dad said you can't live here anymore. Daddy you know? knows. Daddy yeah, knew. Daddy knows. But uh, that, that actually relates to, I was talking with you about this a few weeks ago. Uh, I started a new gig a few weeks earlier. And uh, one, one thing that I very much disagree with my father on is uh, swearing. I oh, like, yeah. Yeah, I, I swear, I curse pretty, pretty frequently. Um, and part of it is just the way that, uh, it's just the way that I speak. Um, if I'm, you know, if it's I'm in a professional environment. Talk. Yeah, it's, it's just the way I, you know, I shoot the shit, you know? Um <laughs> I, I can very much I can curb it in if I realize the situation where I shouldn't be cursing. Like if I'm at a job interview, right? Um, though I have been in job interviews where the person interviewing me would be like, "Yeah, we don't do any of that bullshit." I'm like, "All right, I guess, I guess these guys are cool <laughs> and not actually cool." But um, they're trying to be, they're trying to be like dad cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm I'm on the phone with my father right before I um. Right before I start this job, he's like, you know, you, you got this new job going. You should really be careful about the uh, about the way that you talk in the office. <laughs> and I'm like, and and I immediately know what he's trying to say. Because yeah, your which dad, is, I don't think, has ever been working with you in the same office. So what's he? Yeah, what, yeah. Like, 
I really don't like the way you talk to those people from uh, from uh, you know from uh, operations. You should really bring <laughs> it in there. Yeah, I. <laughs> They're just doing their so, jobs. Yes. So so I know what he's about to say. I'm like, so what? What do you mean? Like, do you think I carry myself unprofessionally? Which again, you would have no context for. He goes. Well, you know, you just, uh, you should really watch your language in the workplace. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about, Daddy? <laughs> Daddy doesn't like him when I curse. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, do you swear at work? And, and, and there is very much, um, not really. When I'm, a, you know, when I'm. <sighs> do you swear inappropriately at work? No, not okay, at all. Exactly, because I swear. And you know when I, so so I was I was actually telling a story yesterday where uh, you know it's my it's my third week on the job. I was gonna ask a I was gonna ask a salesperson you know X Y Z, but the way I was phrasing it, uh, you know, the way I was summarizing it to my friend was so you know it's my third week. I can't just go up to this guy and say, "What are you a fucking asshole?" <laughs> like I'm not gonna actually say that. Sixth week, maybe, but maybe. I wouldn't be serious about it. Right. Uh-huh. Um. And, you know, that the idea of shorthand, you know, what are you a fucking asshole of, like, do you think this is a reasonable ask? You know, right, I, right, I know right. how to, I, I guess, I guess sugarcoat things. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was like, are you just telling me not to, not to curse in the workplace? Like, oh, also, make sure you show up on time, uh, wear a freshly ironed shirt. Comb your hair. Comb your hair. Mm-hmm. Make sure you brush your teeth. You don't want bad breath. Be sure to, you got that Listerine? You should try that Listerine. These are oh. lessons from daddy. Lessons from daddy. Yeah, bring Hashtag your Listerine. Hashtag lessons from daddy. Uh, two, uh, two quick bits off that. Uh, bring your bring your toothpaste. Make sure you brush your teeth in the office bathroom. Get everybody oh, to hate you on the first day because only monsters do this. That's, uh. well, we We have Listerine in the office bathroom, which I am totally, I, I'm okay with that. Like, mm-hmm. you're spitting it out in the sink. You're not slippery making a big slope, production man. of it. Slippery slope. If the office started providing toothbrushes, I would quit on the spot. There you go. I would I would actually walk in and go, this is not a place I can associate myself with anymore. I do not wish to interact with this brand. This <laughs> Unsubscribe brand. from Paycheck. All right. Well, I feel like last week we ended the show uh, with some discussion of Phil Kessel. We did. So I think it's only appropriate to do the same thing this week. Um, and I'm so glad that this is where the conversation has taken us, because did you see the post-game interview with Pierre Maguire? About his bad breath? About his bad breath. <laughs> yes! It is fantastic. Uh, quick context uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Phil Kessel, uh, who you remember from last week, professional hockey player, um, kind of a socially awkward guy, kind of um, weird when he speaks. He, he looks like a per- like as someone that suffers from social anxiety. He looks like a person that legitimately has social anxiety. Yeah, no, totally, totally. Um, it- and my and my heart, you know, he just like he's trying very hard to be a personable dude in a way that yes. like that actually endears him to me to a great degree. I think I I would say the same. I think it's because you have two options, right? Like you can either do your media responsibilities um, or you can like choose to like shy away from them. Uh, right. But he at least will. You'll make an attempt, and I it, it it it's kind of bothersome when various media outlets will attack him for his yeah. somewhat like awkwardness or you, whatever. You it's know, like... you know he's trying, and also in particular when you're being interviewed by um, 
by Daddy Pierre Maguire. Oh, baby. Who just can't, he can't phrase anything in, like, he doesn't make sentences that humans use. Like, <laughs> like he, so, which actually sets up the context for this, you know. It, it, it was, 100%. It was, it was the end, it was the very end of a heated game. Was was that a game that ended in overtime? Uh, I don't know if no, it was I don't think overtime. So. I don't know. But it was, uh, the, there was a there was a fast end to that game. And Kessel did, he, he put the work in, you know. Yeah. I think um, he, had a, he had a couple points. I think he had a goal that game. Yeah. So so Pierre asks him just, how's your breath? <laughs> and poor Phil Kessel is like, what the fuck? Phil Kessel has an extremely somewhat contentious relationship with all sports media from this and time in Toronto. And, and he first is like, are, are you just trying to say I have bad – are you trying to say I have bad breath? What's, is it bad? Am I offending you right now? And he, and he, he does have that – you know what? His time in Toronto has – um has given him a bit of that Canadian nice because he did seem apologetic of like, well, I haven't brushed. It's been a 60-minute game. We don't brush during intermissions. <laughs> oh, Not sorry. quite what he said, but you could see that look on his face of like, oh, man, am I really like hitting you with bad breath? Also, were you really commenting on my on my breath during this exit interview, Daddy? And Pierre's like, <laughs> it's no, not I good, eh? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good, eh? That's what it was. <laughs> and Pierre McGuire is like, no, no, I meant, are you out of breath? Which, why wouldn't you just fucking say, are you out of breath? Are you yeah. winded? Not, are you, that are, you, are you still catching your breath? Not just how's your breath, Pierre Maguire. Oh fucking, my God. Oh, what a, I, I, I very much understand the backlash to Pierre Maguire. Um, that's I, a whole other show. Yeah, that, that's a whole other show. But I will say moments like this are why I'm glad Pierre Maguire's still around. <laughs> <laughs> 